Morning everybody, uh, welcome to the function today. That is a very busy slide and I'm not going to go through all the detail of that slide. What I have done, um, I've taken certain parts of the consignee consignment regulation. It's a very, very brief extract of it. There's a lot more to this legislation than what I'll be presenting this morning. But just some of the basics that I thought it would be great for you guys to share. I know there's a lot of OEMs sitting over here and quite a couple of transport operators. I don't know how many consignees consignors are here. But this is maybe some of the information and messages you can take back to your customers, consignees consignors, on, on what the impact of this legislation is, is really going to be all about. The first one, um, section 70, 74A. The omission of a manager, agent, or employee of a consignee, consignor. So what this legislation has done is that in the past, a company would get a transport company to move their goods for them, and the responsibility lay on that transport company to make sure the goods were safely moved from A to B. That has now slightly changed. Now the consignee, consignor is now responsible for what his transport operator does on the road. He can no longer outsource his responsibility which in essence means that if a vehicle is running on the road overloaded not only will the transporter be held liable for that vehicle being overloaded but the consignee consignor will also now be held liable so they have to take the responsibility to ensure that their transporters are operating as per the regulations in the road traffic which is a huge shift and, and I think this consignee consignment legislation has been a long time coming and I'm glad it's come because what it does is it starts taking out the rats and mice in the industry. The guys that are running for stupidly low rates with illegal vehicles, drivers that aren't well trained, just so that they can, and consignees forcing down low rates on transporters, it starts addressing this because now the burden lies on them to make sure they've got sustainable transporters moving their goods. And I think that is good for the industry. We've all seen all the big truck accidents happening in South Africa, especially over the last couple of months. And when you go and analyze every one of those accidents, it's very simple. The basics were never done correct. Either the truck is, is uh, not roadworthy, um, it's not licensed, the driver doesn't have the correct license. All the basic elements on, are probably one of the big reasons for a lot of our fatal truck accidents in South Africa. And this is now going to start forcing consignees to, to, to step their game up a little bit. Um, if you're a manager of a, of, a, of a consignee and you haven't taken reasonable steps, you can be held and you can be prosecuted in your personal capacity. There's a couple of mitigating facts on that slide um, of things that they would look at. But at the, day, at the end of the day, if a consignee is found guilty of contravention of this act, um, the person responsible for the consignee can still be personally held liable. And he can face jail time, which is a huge shift from where we were. Now, this legislation um, has been debated for a long time, and it was published, um, and it was set in. The regulations were written, and it became effective 1st of Feb this year. Um, and currently, law enforcement haven't started implementing it. How they're going to implement it, that we can have a five-day debate on, on its own. How that's going to happen and train the law enforcement, that's a different debate. But speaking to some of the people in the Department of Transport, since it's been launched and since it's been published, the compliance is starting to automatically happen. Consignees and consignors have taken this seriously. 
There's a huge reduction in overloading. So it's already having an impact without it being enforced yet or being tested. Um, and and that will be the, that we'll have to wait and see how, how that happens. Uh, the effects of section 774A and 74B is the, the, the consignee has to make sure they've taken reasonable, responsible steps to prevent their, their goods from being overloaded on a vehicle on the road. And, and section 74B talks to the fact that they have to have well-documented proof of their policies, procedures, and the steps they have taken to prevent vehicles from being overloaded on the roads. A lot of this is about overloading, which in my mind was a bit sad. I, I, I would have loved this legislation to start including things as roadworthiness and, and, and other aspects of, of drivers and driver training to accomplish the whole thing of what logistics is all about, not just overloading. Because sometimes overloading isn't the biggest problem. A truck running without brake linings is sometimes a much bigger problem in my view. And, and that's not really dealt with in, in this from a, from a consigning consignment point of view. The 22nd regulation amendment, um, please remember these extracts from the legislation, I've, I've, I've cut them shorter to fit them onto the slide, so there's a lot more detail behind it. But in essence, a consignee is, is somebody that moves goods by road, their own, or they outsource it, where those goods equate to over 500 tons per month, you are considered to be a consignor. So, so that is the basics that they put into place. Um, and the big thing in the regulation 30, uh, 330B is that there has to be a method of establishing the gross combination mass, the mass per axle, and the axle grouping, which is something new. So it's not only axle, it's axle grouping. And how that, and the big debate has come about all way bridges now need to, to measure grouping. And that's going to be a long debate to achieve that. Because this documentation has to be reflected on every trip in the vehicle. So I think there's still some challenges. But they're breaking it down quite hard and making it quite stringent. And of course, the records that you have in place must be at the disposal of law enforcement officers to come and ensure that you have, that you have loaded your vehicle correctly. How they're going to enforce this, when they're going to physically start enforcing is a fantastic question. But those regulations are, are published and ready to go. The last slide on, on, on this legislation um, goods declaration that has to be carried inside a vehicle. And this is, this is going to be a, I think it's going to still cause a lot of debate. There's some basic information that each driver needs to carry in the truck moving the goods, such as license number, um, the nature of the goods that have been moved, uh, the contact, uh, contact particulars. That is of every single consignee, consignor on the route where you're going to be dropping off and, and picking up loads, all their information. The responsible person of the consignee, consignor, the director of the consignee, consignor, and the transport operators, their physical home addresses, all their personal particulars has to be available in each truck. And I don't understand how... I don't understand how a CEO of a blue chip company is going to be comfortable with having his home address in every single one of the trucks in his fleet or the transport operator. Um, it is legislation. It has to happen. I don't know how well that's going to go down because you can't outsource that. But that is some of the requirements that is, that is needed. There also needs to be a written agreement. That written agreement could be in the form of a, of a, of a POD which states the contract between the consignee and the transport operator, nature of goods, the loading instructions, who's responsible, 
The last thing that they've put in there is that there is insurance. Now, they don't specify insurance in too much detail, but it's more regarding insurance, not so much a, a GIT insurance, but insurance of cleaning up spills, third-party liability insurance, if another vehicle is involved with your truck, that you are insured for that, and damage that your truck might cause to, cause to the road infrastructure. So you have to have valid insurance so that if you are in an accident, um, that whatever damage has been caused by that truck can be repaired and that there's insurance to cover it. So that onus of the transporter's insurance now lies with the consignee consignor. So that is just a very brief extract, three simple slides, well not very simple, but three slides just giving you a high level view of some of the aspects of this legislation. Uh, transport operators out here or, or OEMs dealing with, with, with transport operators, guys that run their own fleets. Um, it'll be very wise to, to make this aware to the consignees, consignors, if they're not aware already of what their liability and consequences can be for the goods they're having moved. And, and as I said in the beginning, hopefully with this, with this legislation, we can start improving the quality of trucks on the roads and get the cheaper, nasty rats and mice that hurts this industry out of the industry, which I think would be a fantastic thing.